Welcome to the First Love Church. We invite you to personally discover the life-changing impact of the Word of God as you listen to this message by Bishop Richard Ayi. Bishop Richard Ayi serves as a bishop in Lighthouse Chapel International, a denomination founded by Bishop Dacuid Mills with over 1,500 branches worldwide. Bishop Richard currently pastors the London branch of the First Love Church, a vibrant campus ministry with young, energetic people, full of first love for the Lord. We believe this message will give you hope, light and love to strengthen you in your Christian walk. Now listen to Bishop Richard. Listen to some anointed singing, amen. I want you to clap hands and welcome our sister Marcella to bless us. What a difference you've made in my life. 
Tempe 
receive my soul at last. Oh, receive my soul at Receive my soul at last. Wow. Amen. Amen. Are you ready for the word of God? I said, are you ready for the word of God? I believe that God is about to make a difference in your life. I want you to stand to your feet and give a shout of Jesus joy as we welcome our pastor, Bishop Richard Ayi. Two, one, four. Okay. All right. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you for today. We thank you for healing. Thank you for deliverance. Thank you for all that you heal today, Lord. And all that you save and you bless today, Lord. Let this afternoon be a blessed afternoon, Lord. Thank you for the presence of your Holy Spirit. Thank you for the presence of your power, Lord. Thank you that your word shall set us free, O God. Thank you for direction. And thank you for wisdom. And thank you for instruction that we are about to receive through your word. Help us, Lord, by your precious Holy Spirit. Thank you for the power of your spirit that shall prevail in our lives. In Jesus' name, I pray with thanksgiving. And the people of God said, Amen. Amen. God bless you. Take your seats. Make sure you're comfortable. Are you comfortable? Very comfortable. Okay, turn your Bibles. Matthew chapter 13. Hallelujah. Okay, we're sharing on the sweet influences of the anointing. Amen. Which is the same as the sweet influence of the Holy Spirit. So we are talking about the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. So in Matthew chapter 13, um, verse 33, it says, Another parable spake he unto them, the kingdom of heaven. There's some um, humming sound. Somebody's humming. Another parable spake he unto them, the kingdom of heaven is like unto living, which a woman took and hid in three measures of meal till the whole was leavened. Hallelujah. Now, this parable is revealing, is revealing something very significant to us. And um, what he's saying, what it's saying is that, and what it's showing us is that um, there are unseen forces and unseen 
powers and unseen influences. That is, they are invisible influence. Invisible means our invisible means unseen, isn't it? Unseen. It can't be seen, but it's at work. It can't be seen. You can't see, but it's working. You can't see, but it's there and it's making a significant contribution to your state and to who you are. It's like your heart. You can't see your heart, but, but your heart is, is, is there. How many of you have seen your heart before? How many of you have seen your hair before? Yeah, so, so you can see your hair and your hair adds to your, to your beauty, isn't it? And to your appearance. When you have scruffy hair, you look scruffy. When you have organized hair, you look organized. Isn't it? Yeah, you can see it. You can see it and it's having an effect on you. Um, but there are also unseen parts and unseen bits of us. One of them is like your heart. Your heart is there. I mean, your heart and your hair, which is more important. Your heart, isn't it? If, if, if. You don't, you don't, you don't, but you don't see it. You don't see it, but it's there and it's, it's contributing to your existence. And it's having an effect on you. If you want to know the state of your heart, if you like try walking or try running, try running up the stairs. Just try it. Then you know, you know who you are. And you know what you are like. And you know the state of your heart. You know how fit you are. But when you are there, you can't tell. But when it is tested, you see that something, something is really at work within you. These are, these are the, like unseen powers or unseen influences. So he said, the woman took living, which is, which is not visible. If, if, if you look at, if you look at bread, there are two types of bread. There are unleavened bread and there's living bread. The unleavened bread is what you have. How many of you like donut kebab? Yes. So, <laughs> that's that's the flat bread. It's unleavened. It's unleavened. It's unleavened bread. It's unleavened bread. If you go to one of one of my favorite restaurants in London is a Lebanese restaurant. You go there. Uh, you want me to tell you where it is, isn't it? No, I'll take you there one day. <laughs> How many of you will come with me? Yes, we'll go there. We'll go there, yes. Yeah. My, my favorite in that place is spicy Lebanese salad. It's very... Yeah. How many of you will come with me? Yes. I'll go with you. I'll go with you. <laughs> but... You will see, you see the unleavened bread. It's flat. No leaven. When leaven is added to the flour, the mixture, the flour or the mixture gets excited. It gets excited. Then it, it becomes puffed up. It becomes puffed up. But without living, it's flat. So your your life without with your life without the influence of the Holy Spirit is unexciting. Your life shall become exciting. So when, when anytime you see the unleavened bread, remember, remember 
life without the power of the Holy Spirit. What it is like. What it, what, what it is like. It's, 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 it's bland. It's flat. It's not exciting. Next time we have communion, next time we have communion, the bread they are likely to give me is a bread that is excited. So it's, like it's grown. It's, it's puffed up. It's, 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 it's a happy bread. It's a, it's a happy loaf. It's like it's swelled up because it's excited. But it is, it's, it's become that way because of an unseen element. An unseen element that is at work in that bread. That's what has made it look exciting. It looks excited. It's under some unseen influence. Damn, are you with me? <laughs> it, 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 it's unseen, but, but, but it is having an effect. So, so in our lives, look, I want to show you another passage. What is this passage? Is there a baby in this church? Hey. Okay, no problem. Um, wait, I'll, I'll, show, I'll show you the passage. Are you waiting? I'll show you the passage. And I need you to see this passage. It's in First Corinthians chapter 2. Is it there? I think it's there. Um... Chapter 2, verse 12. It says, and now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God. So, just this passage is showing us that there is the spirit of the world and there is the spirit of God. These are two powers that are influencing anybody on the face of the earth, whether you like it or not, whether you believe it or not, whether you are aware of it or not, it is at work. They are at work. These two powers are at work. The spirit of the world, the spirit of, there's a spirit of the world. And then there's the spirit of God. The scripture is saying that for us, for us in Christ, we have not received, we have received not the spirit of, of the well, which is which is another unseen power. But when you see when someone has the spirit of the world, when you see the person, you, you can't just say, Hey, you you have the spirit of the world. There's nothing that shows that you have the spirit of the world. Imagine you meet me at a bus stop. Can you tell what spirit I have? You can't tell what spirit I have. You can't tell till you get to know me and you see what I do and what I don't do, then you will discover what kind of power or or what kind of spirit is in operation. You you have to know people, especially in their private lives. You have to know them, if you like, even outside of church, sometimes outside of church. You you, you have to know, you you have to, what is the person like? What does the person do? What is the person involved in? What's the person, where where does the person go? Who does the person hang out with? Then you know what spirit is at work in the person. 
Because everyone has an unseen power that is at work, that is moving him, that is influencing him, that is guiding him. So he says that we do not have the spirit of the world. You see, when, when the spirit of the world comes into someone, or even when the spirit of the world comes even into the church, the church develops um, the standards of the world, the visions of the world, the dreams of the world. That, that, that's, that's when you start hearing messages and things like, you know, prosper, you know, do well, do well on earth. You see, there, there's nothing about heaven. There's something about salvation of souls. It's like just, it's like get money. See, that's the spirit of the world. Because the world is after these things. Is the world not after these things? Is the world after these things? Is the world after money, establish, prosper, have this, do this. So when the spirit of the world comes into the church, when it comes into the church, that is when, when the pastors, when the pastors adopt the spirit of the world, then the pastors begin to teach and emphasize and drive the entire congregation to have dreams that the world has. When, when you hear the pastor speaking, you would wonder, you would wonder whether, you wonder whether he's giving, he's giving a speech at a business college or whether he's in church and he's preaching. If you are just playing the message, you're listening to the pastor on podcast and he's talking, you, you want to see there's a difference between a motivational speaker and a preacher. A motivational speaker is different, is different from someone who is operating under the spirit which is of God. When you have the spirit which is of God, you, you, you start talking about salvation. You start talking about the Holy Spirit. You start talking about the things of God. It's different from being a motivational speaker. Giving lessons, giving lessons on success. And lessons on financial success. And business success. And career success. It's, it's, different. it's a different subject. It's like, it's, like it's, it's harmless. It's not a sin. It's not, it's not, it's not, uh, it's not, it's not evil. But it is not, it is not of the spirit of God. It is not what is leading you to know God. And to love God and to serve God is a different subject. So when it's being when it's being played and when it's functioning in the church, you can't you can't easily spot it because it sounds nice. But when I went to church, I learned seven lessons on financial overcoming dreams. FOD. Financial overcoming. I don't know what it means, but. So, so you see, fantastic, fantastic lessons that are being taught in the church. And we get excited. You'll be excited about it. And do you know why you'll be excited about it? Because you, have the, you, already, you already have the spirit of the world. So you enjoy, you enjoy such topics. You like such topics. You soak in such topics. You move with it because that is what you want. That is what you want. So you, you applaud it and it's, it's, it's exciting because you want to learn more because it's like, I want to be rich. Don't you want to be rich? 
Do you want to be poor? You want to you shall be rich. <laughs> it's okay, it's okay, it's okay to want to be rich, but it is not the same as leading anyone to Christ. It is not the same as serving God, giving yourself to serve God. So we have not the spirit of the world, but we have the spirit. Of, so we, we have to be careful to see the difference so that we rather, we rather encourage and increase the spirit of God and the influence of the spirit of God in our lives and on our lives. And that, and that is why we are going through this. That's why we, we are going to be talking about the Holy Spirit for a long time, a very long time, a long time. Because you have to know him. 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 You have to know about him. You have to understand him. You have to understand him. So when you see yourself, it's a, you are operating under the spirit of the world. The spirit of the world. There is a spirit of the world. There is a spirit of the world. And there is a spirit which is of God. In 1 Corinthians chapter 5. 1 Corinthians chapter 5. Wow. And um, verse 6. The scripture says that your glory is not good. Do you have that in your Bible? Then he says that, know ye not that a little leaven leaveneth the whole lamp. You remember the first scripture we read, Matthew chapter 13, the power of the living. So it's like, know ye not that the little unseen influence affects your whole life. It affects everything. It affects everything. So you have to, you have to be careful which spirit you caught with. And which spirit you encourage in our, your life. And what you expose yourself. Because a little leaven leaveneth the whole lamp. When you see yourself, when you see yourself criticizing, criticizing the church or criticizing a church. You just have to ask yourself that whose side are you on? What is happening to you? And when you say the church, who is the church? Who is the church? The church is the person sitting next to you. And the people around you. So when you find yourself thinking that you are different from everybody else. Everybody else is bad and you are good. Then we have a problem. It's like this kind of ladies who say, who say they, they, don't have, they don't have lady friends. Their, friends. their friends are guys. They are into guys. Look. Look. It is not. It is not. The best way to be. You can be a better person. Because you cannot say. And don't say that. All ladies are bad. And you are the only good lady. Don't say that to yourself. Don't say that to yourself. Think about it carefully. And ask yourself. Are all ladies ladies bad? All ladies are not bad. Including you. You are not bad. 
So you can't say that all ladies are evil. To you, you are into men. Know ye not that a little leaven leaveneth the whole lamp. So, ladies and gentlemen, we have to know more about the Holy Spirit so we can walk with him, talk with him, move with him. You know, there's, there's a very important book that maybe you should read. And I think you should read it. Would you, would you read it? Should I mention the title? Will you find it? Are you readers? Will you read it? You should read it. You should, you should, you should develop and build a library of Christian literature so that you know, you know about, about that. You, know, you, you, you need to know more about the things of God. More about the things of God. Apart from what you hear for, because soon, soon it will be time. I have to stop preaching. Soon it will be over. We're here for a short. So you're, at the other times, you have to read. You have to listen to messages. So are you deepen your knowledge of God and your knowledge of the things of God. There's, there's, there's quite a, a good Christian book that you must read. It's called, it's called Good Morning, Holy Spirit. You have to read it. You see, it brings the person of the Holy Spirit he becomes real in your life, real, because he's a re- see, he's a real person. The Holy Spirit is a real person. He's a person that dwells with the Christian. That is there for the Christian. That the Christian has to learn how to live with him, how to walk with him, how to respond to him. The Christian, the Christian has to learn, you have to learn and permit and be open to the person of the Holy Spirit. He's a person. He's not an it. He's a person that dwells with the, he, he is with the Christian. He is with him. As I'm preaching to you, I am very much aware that the Holy Spirit is with me. And you see, listen. He's not just with me for preaching. He's not just with me for preaching. You see, the scripture says the scripture says that quench not the spirit. Quench not the spirit. When you become when you become more conscious of the spirit, you, you will discover times and things that put him off. Quench, quench is to put off. It's to snuff off. It's like you've turned it off, you've killed it. You've killed it. So it's because in your life, you shouldn't quench the spirit. Because there are some things that quench the spirit. There are some things that quench the spirit. You are there more places that when you get to, when some things are happening, you would like to move away. Yeah. I would like to move away. I would like to, I would like to leave. I would like to leave politely. Politely. I will just, you know, I will just leave. I will just say, you know, But it's just that I don't like the environment. There are messages I read on my phone. I don't respond to it. Because I don't want to get involved in that type of conversation. So I read it and that's the end. 
you will see that the last time I responded was the last time you made that comment. Because you are taking me into a, ter- a, ter- a territory I don't want to come into. Wow. wow. Quench not the spirit. It means that the spirit is alive. He's there. You can quench him. You can keep quenching by what you are watching. You can quench him by what you are talking about. You can quench him by what you are doing. It quenches the spirit. You immediately know that now he's not with you. If you know, you say, now he's not with you. He's not there anymore. He's not there, any, he's not there anymore. And when he's there, you know, there are levels of his presence that you feel. So that he's just there. He's just there quietly. And then sometimes you can see that he's influencing. He, you can, that, that's, that's what he's talking about. I can feel the presence. It's like I can feel something. It's like he's here. He's there. Not just in the church service. Alone at home. Alone. You can tell that no. Somebody is with you. Somebody is there. Because the, the person has gone. It's not there. So you, you have to learn a master and enjoy, enjoy his company. John chapter 14. <laughs> John 14. Quickly. Try and start from verse. Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. Fantastic. My father's house, plenty mansions. Verse 20. <laughs> and that day, you shall know that I am in, the, in my father, and ye in me, and I in you. He that, he, he, he that has my commandments and keepeth them, he it is that loveth me. And he that loveth me shall be loved of my father, and I will love him, and will manifest myself to him. Wow. Judah saith unto, unto him, not Iscariot, Lord, how is it that thou wilt manifest thyself unto us? And not unto the world. Jesus answered and said unto him. If a man love me. He will keep my words. And my father will love him. And will come unto him. And make our abode with him. He that loveth me not. He that loveth me not. Keepeth not my sayings. And the word which you hear. Is not mine. But the father's which sent me. These things have I spoken unto you, being yet present with you. First 25 again, 25 again, 25 again, 25 again. These things have I spoken unto you, being yet present with you. It means that I, as I'm saying, you can see me, I'm physically here. I am here with you. As I'm saying these things with you, I'm saying to you because I am here physically. Meaning that I am going. I am going. So in verse 26, then he starts saying that. But the comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance whatsoever I have said unto you. So he's saying that, When I have left, 
there's another person. There's another person. He's called comforter. He's the same person as the Holy Ghost. And he's saying that he, 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 that person, the father will send. When I'm gone, the father will send him. And when he comes, he shall teach you. He shall teach you. The Holy Spirit is a teacher. He's a teacher. He will teach you all things. And then, not only will he teach you all things, but he will also bring to your remembrance everything Jesus has said. Everything Jesus has said. He will work on your ability to remember. The Holy Spirit can work on your ability to... You know when you are there, then you remember a verse? It's the working of the Holy Spirit. When you remember the right thing, it is the working. Is it so? When you when you snuff the life of the Holy Spirit out of your life, you can't remember anything. Then you become unliving bread. That's why you begin to do all sorts of things and behave in all kinds of ways. Then afterwards, you ask yourself, "What has happened to me? What did I just do? How did I do such a thing? How did I get involved?" It's as though the Holy Spirit is not, but He is there. One thing you should know about Him is that. He's very gentle. He doesn't struggle with people. He doesn't struggle with people. I think, I personally think that he can pinch. But he doesn't pinch too hard. He can, he can nudge a bit. He can nudge a bit. It's like, no. No, no. But he doesn't, he doesn't punch. He just, no. So you, see, you, you have to know him. When he says, you have to, it is him. And that, it makes a big difference. Whether you respond to it or not. It will make a big difference in your life. He will not, he will not pull your ear. He will not pull your ear like, like mommy will pull your ear. No, 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 no. He will just, perhaps you just, no. No, no. No. But he's, 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 he's working. He's at work. And when you ignore him, when you ignore him, he just walks quietly by you. Says nothing. Does nothing. But he's there. When you turn to him, you begin to function. He's there to teach you all things. To teach you all things. To teach you all, to teach you all things. You know, one of the powerful verses says that for as many as are led by the Spirit, they are the sons of God as are led by the spirit. The spirit, the spirit of God is like, it's like, it's like a, a navigational system in the Christian. It's supposed to lead you. It's supposed to guide you. He's supposed to tell you where to go, where not to go, what to do. What to decide? As many as are led by the Spirit of God are led by Him. As many as are led by Him. You have to be led by Him. Because there are other things that can lead you. Oh, there are other things that can lead you. But you have to be led by the Spirit of God. You have to make sure that you attain onto that level. Where you are led by the Spirit of God. Not, not just in words. You see, a lot of people can say things, can say things like, you know, um, God is asking me to do this. I feel God is, you know, don't, 
Don't joke with it. Because when you say to me, when you say to me, God is, you think God is telling you to do this, or the Spirit is telling you to do this, whatever, and you don't mean it, or you're not even sure. I'm not the one who is harmed. You are the one who will be harmed because you are the one who now can't tell, will not be able to tell the difference between the real voice of God and your own voice. Because you, ha- you have to be able to tell, you know what, look, I really, I really want this thing. There, there, there are a lot of nice things in life. I really, you see, if, if you want, if you, for instance, if you want to eat Nando's this afternoon, don't say it. You don't have to say the spirit said you should eat Nando's. <laughs> you are hungry. And when you are hungry, the natural thing to do is to eat. You don't have to add the spirit to a natural feeling and a natural course you want to take. Something that perhaps is convenient for your circumstances. It's just, it's just appropriate or you think it's safe to do those. You don't have to add the spirit to it. The spirit says I should do this. Now you are lying. You are lying to yourself. And you are therefore, you see, you are therefore turning down the volume and the voice of the spirit in your life. Because the choice you are making, you are only, you see, that thing has only come to you because you are hungry. You've been around all day. You've not thought of Nando's. Then suddenly you feel hunger. When you feel hunger, what do you think? You think, what's the natural? I need to do this. So in other, in other instances of your life, when Things are going a certain way. There are natural choices. There are natural things to do. That is the point where you have to ask yourself, is it the spirit? Or is it me? It may not be her, but it may be other things. For example, for example, you're of age. You want to marry. Because you're all young, it's a good example for you. You're of age. You want to marry. Not that you want to marry. You naturally have a taste. Already you know what you like. You know things that you like. Naturally. Everybody has. Don't you know what you like? <laughs> you know what you like. You know what the ladies know what they like. One lady says she, she says doesn't like someone because he's short. And she, and she said she said because she's afraid that her children will be short. So she is. Are you listening to me? Are you listening to me? So she is going out. She is going out for tall, tall guys. So. So as she was talking, I said to myself, all tall guys are in danger of this girl. All tall guys are in danger. Because it's not just what she's deciding for someone's life and for someone's future. So any tall guy who has not submitted and given himself to the leading of the spirit of God is in trouble. Because some carnal machine is coming for him. 
Isn't this kind of girls who call you to their home and then they service you, you go back. You go, look, look. They are nothing short of what is called a strange woman. They are nothing short of it. A girl who invites you to her house. When you, you see, as soon as you enter, she leaves the rest for you to do. So by the time you are leaving, you are feeling guilty that uh, you've gone to disturb. But she, she brought you there. If I put you, I, I lock you in a room with your favorite dish on the, on the table. What will you do? How can you be blamed for eating it? I lock you in a room. Your favorite dish or your favorite, or your favorite dessert. You like ice cream. And I leave it on the table and I've locked the room and you are sitting there. What will you do? So you see, there are certain ladies, they are good at it. They are, good, they are very, very good at it. They bring you to their, they invite you to their home. Believe what I'm saying. It's an invitation from a strange woman. You will be destroyed. She will destroy you. And you afterwards, you will feel like you have gone to do something. Because she just sits there. She's at home. So already she's not dressed properly. Because she's at home. Is she not at home? She's at home. Anyway. Develop that navigation system. That is so that you will be led. So you can tell. It is nice. It's attractive. But I need to be led by the spirit. Because it is nice. But the spirit is leading you to something else. Because the spirit takes into account more. More than what is pleasing to the eye. More than what is pleasing. So it takes into account other things. So he's leading you to someone else. But you are so into what you like. That you can't even yield and give yourself to the leading of the spirit. So you end up with the leading of the flesh. Because you have seen what you like. It looks nice. What you like looks nice. What you like always looks nice. Always. Always looks nice. Always. 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 Always looks nice. What you like always. All the time it looks nice to you. All the time. If you like Kelly hair, Kelly hair is always nice to you. Hey! You shall have your curly hair. That's those of you who like curly hair. Don't, don't feel shy. Receive it if you like it. Receive it. Why not? Oh. Ah. Did you receive it? Yes. Why not? If you like it, you will receive it. Those of you who like it, receive it. Yes. <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha. 
for as many as are led by the Spirit of God. They, they are the sons of God. By your side, by your side, in you is the Holy Spirit. And he is there to influence, to give you that sweet influence, to lead you. He's there to lead you. He leads you. He leads you. He, look, he takes you, he takes you everywhere. He takes you everywhere. You are, not, you are not even aware, but he can even speak to you in the toilet. He can even be there. Yeah. Perhaps the clearest instructions I've ever received from the Holy Spirit. You know, what's the clearest? It, it's like, you know, sometimes you, you, you have an idea of something because you have seen it. But it's like, in my wildest dream. Do you know that expression? In my wildest dream. I wouldn't have thought. Yes. It's those type of experiences. That in my wildest, if you, if you put me in the movie uh, Inception. Have you watched Inception? Yes. If you put me in the movie Inception. And I go to the third level of dreams. <laughs> I wouldn't have I wouldn't have had that dream. I wouldn't have had that dream. But I was in the most unlikely of places. There, the spirit said, Go, go and check on this. Three times, three times, as far as I can remember and come, three times, three times that the Spirit spoke to me in that same place. So it's now, it's now that I'm used to it. Because it's like, it's like, it's almost like, yes, now I can talk to you. There you are, now I can talk to you. Now I can speak to you. Then he begins to say things. I remember one day I was shaving. I was shaving. I was in the <laughs> shaving room, in the washroom, shaving. I use an electric shaver, so it makes a lot of noise. Then he began to speak. I was like, ah, you, you, I, I, I said to myself, ah, you too, I'm shaving. What, what's, what's your problem? Then he, said, then he said, if you like, go to your phone now. The message has come. He told me the message. He said, if you like, go to your phone now. The message has come. I, was, Shh. I said, said, this guy, you, what, what kind of imagination is this? <laughs> so then I turned the shaver off a little bit. Then I heard my phone in the bedroom beeping. About seven messages coming. I said, what kind of joke is this? So I put the shaver on the, on the sink. Then I walked, to, I walked to the bedside. There was my phone there. When I took the phone, look, I almost dropped it. The person that I was told was saying me, there was his name. His name was just coming like that. One, two, three, four, five, six, about seven. So I said, okay, let me open the messages. And I opened the first message. The name that was mentioned. It was the first thing that this person has said this. Look, I almost died. I almost died. I said, no, 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 it's not fair. No, 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 it's not fair. No, 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 it's not for this. This don't this, 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 how real. You are too real. You are too real. 
You're too real. This is not how it is. This is not how it is. I, I, I made a phone call and I said, you won't believe, I said the person who was saying, I said, you won't believe what has just happened. I said, every single message you have sent to me was just told me nothing less than 10 seconds before your messages started coming. That, 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 it's like, if expect, these messages are coming. First, he said, this person is saying this and this and this and this to you, to this person. And this person is about to tell you. I said, no, 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 no. It was Saturday night. Hmm. If I go, I turned it off and I heard the phone. You know when messages are coming, like, I said, what kind of game is this? And I went there. The light on the phone had come on so I could see the names. I said, somebody is playing a game here. Somebody is playing a game, but it is the Holy Spirit. He will teach you all things. Look, he will guide you. He will guide you. He walks by you like this. He walks by you like this. Quietly by you like that. But he's there. Quietly. But he's there. If you are going somewhere you shouldn't go, he will nudge you. Gently. He does it gently. 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 So you see, when, when, if you are not used to him, this is your, your chance to quench him. Because it will be gentle. Gentle. And then you will push away. Yes. And that's it. But as soon as you move, he'll come. He comes. He stays with you. Like this. He stays. He's, he closer, closer. Yes. He stays. Yes. He walks with you like this. He guides you. He'll be telling you this way. Go, go straight here. Go. go. And you'll be wondering because as you are going, you see, if you read, who say, "Good morning," you say, "As you go, you'll be asking, so what should I do? What should I do?" Because he's supposed to teach you all things, so you have to ask him, "What should I do?" What should I do next? What should I do? Should I keep going straight? Should I turn? He said, this way. Then you turn. He's directing. He, he's, look, he will direct you. Be surprised. He will, he will direct you. He will lead you. He will lead you to your blessings. He will lead you. He will lead you. He will save you. He will deliver you. I mean, you will be delivered from trouble. You'll be delivered from trouble. Especially at your age, you see, at your age, there are so, there's so many complications. When it gets to, you see, you're, you're, many of you are, are, are like um, crossroads. Crossroads. You need a wrong relationship. That's the end of your life. I mean, that's the end of your ministry, your ministry, and your Christianity. Yeah. That, that, that's why I sound so strong. I said, those type of girls, just even if they are in church, it's she's a strange woman. Even if she's a church member. And I have no apology for that. Even if you see me hugging her, it doesn't, it doesn't make her a right person. Yeah. If you, even if you see me hugging her, if you see me using her as an example, it doesn't, it doesn't mean that you should... Be led by 
by the spirit. Some of the people are dangerous people. Dangerous. They need God for themselves. John 16. If he, if he, what, what, what's the next after I stand up? What's the next point? He'll be there. He'll be there. He will show me which verse to read next. Which verse? He'll tell me. This is the verse. What verse? What verse? What, what verse am I supposed to do next? What verse? What verse? Is he there? Is he there? Yes. He will tell me. He'll tell me. Go to John 16. <laughs> Yes. 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 I need I need to see for real that he's he there's a person who's actually with you. He's there. He's there all the time. All the time he's with you. All the time. Have you got John 16? Verse 1. These things, these things have I spoken unto you that you should not be offended. They shall put you out of the synagogues. Yea, the time cometh that whosoever killeth you will think that he doeth God's service. And these things will they do unto you because they have not known the Father nor me. But these things I have told you that when the time shall come, you may remember that I told you of them. Verse 7. Nevertheless, nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is expedient. That is, it is to your advantage that I go away. For if I go not away, the comforter will not come unto you. But if I depart, I will send him unto you. When Jesus was around, he could only be at one place at a time. But as I'm talking to you now, millions of churches are having services. Millions. So he's saying that it is better. It is better. It is better that I go. It is to your advantage. It is to your advantage. I, because when I go, I will send you the comforter, which he told us in John 14, that he is the Holy Ghost. So the Holy Ghost can come. Verse 8. And when he is come, he will reprove the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. These are his works. Keep going, keep going, keep going, brother. Of sin because they believe not on me. Of righteousness because I go, I go to my father and you see me no more. Of judgment because the prince of this world is judged. I have yet many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. How be it? How be it? When he, the spirit of truth is come, he will guide you into all truth. He will guide you into all truth. For he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak, and he will show you things to come. 
He shall glorify me, for he shall receive of mine, and he shall show it unto you. All things the Father has are mine. Therefore said I, that he shall take care of mine, and shall show it unto you. You see, when, 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 you have, when, you have the, when you have the Holy Spirit, your life will be full of revelation. Revelation. When you, when, you read, see that, when you read the Bible, when you read the Bible, you see revelation will be flowing. It will be flowing. He, he will start, you see, the Bible that you used to read, that you fall asleep. When the Holy Spirit is with you, when you start reading, you start seeing things that you have never seen before. The Bible is no longer boring because he's teaching and he's showing you everything that has to, he, he'll be teaching you. He'll be teaching you. The scripture says you have, you have the unction. The unction. Have you read, uh, do you want me to read it for you? I can read it to you. I can read it to you. I can read it to you. I can read it. Unction. Have you heard the word unction? Yeah. It's in First John. Unction. First John, chapter 2. Verse 20. Have you found it? It says that, but you have the, you have an unction from the Holy One and you know all things. Unction, unction, the word for unction is chrisma. Chrisma. Which is, which is another word for the anointing. Which is another word for the Holy Spirit. You have the unction. And because you have the unction, you will know all things. You will know all things. There are things that you can know when you have the Holy Spirit. There are things that you can know. One of the difficult things is to deceive an, an anointed person. He's not impressed. Because your actions and your activity is not what he goes by. Something else is teaching him. An invisible force behind it. An invisible force. An unseen power. An unseen. Some living. He has some living that you can't see. It is what teaches him. Not your performances and your displays. He uses other things to teach him. And to show him who you are and what you are. You shall become anointed. Embrace the Holy Spirit. Turn on that navigation system in you. You'll be saved from clumsy mistakes and stupidity. Turn on the Holy Spirit. For as many as are led, they are the sons of God. They are the sons of God. They, they, those who are led by the Spirit. Those who are led, they are the sons of God. They, they, they are the sons of God. When you have him, you walk with him like that. You walk with him. See, there, there are times that you know you can't see him. You have to feel like, look, I need you. I need you. I want you. It's like, where are you? It's like, where are you? Where are you? I want you. I want you. I want you to be there. I need you. I need, it's like, I need your presence. I need, Moses said, Moses said, if your presence does not go with me, I can't go. David, before, you see, all these, you see, all these people are before the introduction of the Holy Spirit. David, David, in the Old Testament, he said, take not thy spirit from me. In times when we don't know about the Holy Spirit, he knew that there is something called the Spirit of God. That when it is with you, your life is different. 
He said, take not thy Holy Spirit from me. Don't take it from me. Don't take it from me. Take everything. He said, you can take the throne. He, he said, this was King David. This was King David who has fallen into sin. And said, he can lose the throne. He said, he could be, he could be shouting and claiming for the throne. He said, I, I'm not interested in the throne. What I'm interested in is this. If I have this, I can have another throne. Yeah. If you have the Holy Spirit, you can have anything. You can have anything. You can go anywhere. If you have the Holy Spirit and you are interested in the Holy Spirit and you are interested in the sweet influence, the sweet influence of the Holy Spirit in your life, you will prosper. Yeah, you will. You will. You will. When he comes, he will convict the world of sin. Your first experience of the Holy Spirit. Yes. Yes. I want to give my life to Jesus. My first experience of, of the Holy Spirit, I was, I, was sitting, I was sitting in my dad's reception hall, that is our family reception room, alone, and I saw a tract called 48 Hours in Hell. And I read it, and at the end, it's like, will you like to give your life to Jesus? And I was sitting on the sofa. I said, I'm a good boy. Everybody who has tried witnessing to me couldn't convince me because they come with things like, you know, you don't drink, you have to stop. I said, common sense has told me already, don't drink. They'll tell me, you know, girls. I said, I said, girls. I don't want to say what I said, but they're girls. I said, as I'm sitting here, as I'm sitting here, a girl, a girl has no room in my life. There's no space. I can't see why I should carry them on. They will say, lying, steal. I said, all these things are not in my life. But there on that tract at the end of it, it said, for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. I said, wow. And he said, the wages of sin is death. Now the Holy Spirit kicked in. Now I was being convicted, convicted. That as I'm sitting there, your righteousness are like filthy rags. Your non-drinking, non-smoking, non-girl chasing, non-fornication life is nonsense. What you need now is salvation. What you need now is salvation. Nobody told me. Nobody told me. I was alone in that room. I was alone. Nobody told me. I just slid off the chair and knelt down. And the sinner's prayer was at the back. And I began to pray. That was when I got born again. It was the presence and the power of the Holy Spirit to convict me. It, it told that, look, you are a sinner. You are a sinner. You are a sinner. You are. Don't have some boxes that you take. Say, because of that, you are a sinner. You are. You were born a sinner. You need the Lord to be saved. You have five more minutes. Let me give you three ways to stir up the Holy Spirit in your life. Three. Three quick ways. I'll just read it to you, then we are done. Brother, I think you can sit down now. <laughs> yeah. You, see, you, you, you need to stir up the influence of the Holy Spirit in your life. You need to stir it up. Stir him up. Stir him up. Stir him up. 
some of, some of the things that you've done, you, you, you took those decisions based on carnal factors. There's no Holy Spirit. There's no Holy Spirit. There's no Holy Spirit. No, 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 no. There's no Holy Spirit. You see, I say to myself very often, if I have the Spirit of Christ, I can call my best friend Satan. If I have the Spirit of Christ. Not that I should call him, but if I have to. If I have to. That is, if my best friend, my closest buddy, comes in between me and the will of God, I should be able to say, get behind me, Satan. Because that's what Jesus said to Paul. And so, Peter, his close buddy, and Peter started rebuking him that you shouldn't go to the cross, you shouldn't die. He said, get behind me, Satan. Because Peter came in between him and the will of God, the highest thing he can ever do for God, there is a man. There is a man trying to take him away. But because of the spirit of God, the spirit of God in him and upon his life, he said, this is Satan speaking. Your closest friend can speak like Satan. You won't know unless you have the spirit of God to tell you that this thing you, this thing you are listening to is nonsense. It's amazing. It's amazing how we are ready to compromise on the will of God and on our God and on the plans of God for earthly gain. For earthly gain. Number one, to stir up the influence. You are going to stir up the influence of the Holy Spirit in your life. Number one, pray specifically for the Holy Spirit. Luke eleven thirteen. Pray for the Holy Spirit. Ask God for the Holy Spirit. Pray every day for the Holy Spirit. Number two, you can stir up the sweet influence by attending and having prayer meetings. Acts 4.31 And when they had prayed and the place was shaken and they were assembled together, they were all filled with the Holy, with the Holy Ghost. And number three, you see, I told you that you have five minutes, I'm done. And number three, Ephesians chapter five, verse 18. This is how you can stir up the Holy Spirit. It says, be not drunk with wine, wherein is excess, but be filled with the Spirit. This verse, this verse is showing you how you can be filled with the Holy Spirit. It's saying that it's, it's similar to becoming drunk and maintaining a constant state of drunkenness. If you want to be drunk, you keep drinking. If you want to be filled with the Spirit, you keep doing things that bring the Spirit. So if it's prayer, you keep praying. If it's prayer meetings, you keep attending prayer meetings. When you're here all night, you are there because, because it is your chance. It is your chance to receive an impartation. Then he goes on in verse 19. He, say, he says that so, so now he, he is showing us the things to do to keep yourself drunk in the spirit and full. So speaking to yourselves in psalms. That is songs. Songs. You need, you, need, you need songs. You need to listen to songs. And you need to sing. Not just listen, but you need to sing songs. You need to sing songs. One, one of the best places that I sing, it's in my car. Hey. A few days ago, a few days ago, I met 
trouble. Sometimes when you see the pastor, you think he hasn't got any trouble. I met trouble, proper trouble. And I said, God, what is the way out of this? I just emptied my car. And I turned on loud. I'm sure everybody who was passing by thinks that this guy is, you know, black boy. Because you will feel the bass. And I was sinking. Because it, praise is a weapon. Praise is a weapon. Out of the mouths of the babes and suckling has thou ordained praise. Praise in my car. I was sinking in the car. When I get to the traffic light, I'll be using the brakes to dance. Yeah. I see the, to do. You see the car going back. To do. To do. To do. To do. To do. When I see them looking at me, I roll down the mirror. Say, watch, watch me praise my God. Watch me celebrate my God. My God, my God has gone ahead of me to fight some battles for me. He's fighting battles for me. He's fighting battles. By the time I got home, because I was driving for like five or six hours, by the time I got home, I was charged. I mean, I was charged. Hey, I was charged. My praises. I didn't need a worship leader or instrumentalist. I was in my car. The best part is when we start dancing. When I and the car, we start dancing. It's like dancing stars have come. Psalms. <laughs> so you these psalms and, and, and spiritual songs. Songs are, some songs are not spiritual. Some songs, it doesn't, it doesn't make you think about God. It makes you think about your waist, how flexible it is. Yes. It, it only makes you think about rhythm, whether you can, you know, you can really flow. That's all it does to you. But it doesn't make you think about God. You need songs that will make you think about God. Singing, singing, you must be singing. Don't let somebody sing for you. You have to sing. When you are playing the song, sing along, sing along. So if you, are, you have to change the music in your, you have to change it. You've been coming to it, but you haven't changed the music that you have. You still listen to some people. Singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. Verse 20. Giving thanks always. This, this is one of the powerful weapons to be. Is to say thank you. To say thank you. Learn how to say thank you instead of complaining. Yeah. We are talking about the unseen powers. Complaining. It attracts, it attracts demons. Concentrating on problems. On problems. Makes you very low. Being grateful for what you have attracts the spirit of God. Learn to say thank you. Let, look, the scripture says that enter his gates with thanksgiving. On the journey to God are thank yous. Thank yous. If you want to see God, learn how to say thank you. Like if you want to come, if you want to come, you have to catch bus 53 or bus 51 or bus, bus 62. So it's, it's like perhaps it's the first bus that you take towards this place. You take a bus 68, 168 or something. It's bringing you in this direction. Towards God. Towards God. It's thank you. Lord, I thank you. Lord, I'm grateful. Instead of counting things that you don't have. 
the last time I heard of someone concentrating on things he didn't have, Satan had visited him. And he was in the Garden of Eden. He had everything. God has, give, God has just created the world. The world was brand new. He had everything. God had just said, don't touch this tree. And Satan came. He said, let's have a meeting. And the meeting was about what he didn't have. That was the fall of man. That was the fall. Look at everything that you have. Are you going to have a meeting about what you don't have? Look at things that have worked out for you. Are you going to think about things that have not worked out for you? That is, that is when you start going down. That is your downfall. You shall never go down. Amen. Giving thanks for all things. Learn to say thank you. Learn to say thank you. Learn how you'll be there on the train, on the bus. And you say, Father, thank you. Father, thank you. Father, thank you. Thank God. Thank God for the things in your life. Stop meditating on things you don't have and things that haven't gone well. Stop thinking about things that haven't gone well. More things have gone well for you than things that didn't work out. Stop paying attention to your critics. Useless, empty-headed people who don't have anything doing. Criticizing you. Don't think about them and think about those who like you. Those who love you. Those who are with you. Those who are around you. Thank God for them. And see what type of person you will become. I'm following airbags. 21, quickly. Uh, I, I borrowed five minutes. Submitting yourselves one to another in the fear of God. This is humility. You have to learn how to be humble. How not to be reactionary. How to be humble. Humble. Humble yourself. Don't be puffed up. Don't, don't feel too good. Never feel too good. Never feel too great. Never feel you're better than somebody. Never look at someone and think that thing that you are better. I'm better than this person. Submitting yourselves one to another in the fear of God. In the fear of God. In the fear of God. Never. Elders, never think that you are better than your, your members. Never. Be able to listen to them. Be able to take advice from them. Never think. You, you see, you get, you get greater. You become more anointed as you lean on what somebody thinks. What does this person think? What is this person saying? Submitting yourselves one to another. One to another. Humility. Keeping calm. Be calm. You have the Holy Spirit. May you enjoy the company of the Holy Spirit. May you walk with the Holy Spirit. Stand to your feet and thank God for this afternoon. Thank him for the Holy Spirit. You walk with him. You live with him. He will guide you. He will guide you. He will guide you. He will be, be stirred up in your life. Stirred up. He will come alive. Come alive. Thank God for this afternoon. Just thank him. Let's thank the Lord. Let's pray. Thank the Lord. Thanking him. Everybody praying. Everybody praying. If you pray better when your eyes are closed, our advice is to close it. If you pray better when it's open, keep it open. But whatever you do, just be praying. Just be praying. Just be praying. Just be praying. Thanking God. Thanking God. Thanking God. Thanking God. Thanking God. And then pray for the Holy Spirit. Ask God for the Holy Spirit. Ask him. 
ask him. The scripture tells us, Luke 11 verse 13, that when we ask God for the Holy Spirit, he will give him to us. He will give him to us. Ask him for the Holy Spirit. Pray for the Holy Spirit this afternoon. Pray. But Lord, I need the Holy Spirit. Lord, I need the Holy Spirit. Lord, I want the Holy Spirit. I want more of the Holy Spirit. I want the Holy Spirit in my life. In my life. I want him. I want him. I want him. I want him to be there. I want him to be around me. I want him to be with me. I want him. I want him. I want him. I need him. I need him. I like him. I love him. I love him. I love his company. I need direction. I need wisdom. I need counsel. 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 I need revelation. I need revelation. Oh Lord, I need revelation. Help me to see and to know. To see and to know and to understand. I need the Holy Spirit. 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 My life is so inactive. My life is so planned. My life has no direction. My direction is just from it's just from what I see, what I hear, what I feel. But I need the Holy Spirit. I need the Holy Spirit. I need that extra, that extra force, that extra power to guide me, 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 to guide me. I need the Holy Spirit in my life. Holy Spirit, we pray, Lord. We pray for the Holy Spirit. Let him come alive in us, Lord. Let him come alive in us, Lord. Let him come alive in our lives, Lord. We want him. We want him. We need him. We need you, Holy Spirit. We need you. We need you, Holy Spirit. We need you in our lives. Oh, Shabadaba, Zibadoba, Maleba, Daba, Sindo, Labra, Diba, Kaba, Laba, Hapa, Labadish, the younger, Labadish, the younger, Labadish, the younger, Labadish, the younger, Bahato, Samda, Laba, Diba, Stonde. He will guide you. He will teach you. He will lead you. He will convict you. He will. 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 He will be at work in you. He will be at work in you. What a difference it will make. What a difference it will make in your life. What a difference it will make in your life. Masum oh yes lord thank you father father thank you for the holy spirit we pray for the holy spirit today we pray that we be filled with the holy spirit 
we pray for the presence of the Holy Spirit to become stronger in our lives, Lord. Lord, not just in our services, but after church, throughout the week, wherever we are, Lord, wherever we are, may he be there. May he be there. May he be there with us. May we know him. May we know him. May we know him. May we walk with him, oh God. May we know the things that quench him that we may avoid it, oh God. Oh God. Oh God. The decisions we take in such atmospheres. Help us, Lord, to keep it when we move out of this atmosphere. Help us to keep us to keep it to be bold. Give us the boldness, the boldness to sustain the things that occur to us, the things that we occur to us. Help us to keep it, Lord. Because we want to be with the Holy Spirit all the time. All the time. All the time. All the time. Not just in church, Lord. But all the time, Lord. We need your sweet presence. We need your sweet presence. We need your sweet presence. Thank you, Father. Thank you for your great power. Thank you for answered prayer. Thank you for answered prayer this afternoon. In the name of Jesus, oh God. While still in prayer, I want to pray for you. I want to pray specially for you. I know perhaps somebody invited you to church or you came to church by yourself or you've been around for a while now but your relationship with God is not real or perhaps you don't have any relationship with him at all you're not even sure of your salvation now this afternoon I want to pray specially for you while every eye is closed and every head is bowed if you are here this afternoon you want to say pastor pray with me I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to surrender it all over to Jesus. I want to live for him. I want to go to heaven. I don't want to go to hell. I want to accept Jesus as my Lord and Savior. This afternoon, while every eye is closed and every head is bowed, I say, Pastor, pray with me. I need Jesus in my life. I don't want to continue without Jesus anymore. I'm tired. I'm tired. I need Jesus. I need Jesus in my life. Pastor, please pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus. If you're here like that, you want to say, Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to Jesus. I want you to lift up your right hand wherever you are and I'll pray with you. Just your right hand. God bless you. God bless you. I can see the hand there. God bless you. God bless you. Just your right hand. Lift up high so I can see you. Lift up high so I can see you. God bless you. God bless all of you. God bless you. I need Jesus. I need Jesus. I really need Jesus. I want to continue with Jesus. He will continue with you. The Holy Spirit will continue with you. In your coursework, wherever you are, he will be with you. He will. He will. He will. He will. Just your right hand. Just your right hand. There's one more person. Just your right hand. Pastor, pray with me. I need Jesus. I need Jesus. Just your right hand and I'll pray with you. And I'll pray with you today. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Now, if you have your hand lifted up, I want you to do one more thing. I want to come out of your seat and come to me right here. Come to me in the front. Yes. I saw your hand. Come. Come. Come all the way to the front. Sing it, sister. Come. Come. You lifted up your hand. Come. Come from wherever you are. Wherever you are. Come.
for you. Come. Maybe you didn't lift up your hand, but you want to give your life to Jesus. Come. Just. Heavenly Father, thank you for today. I am a sinner. Please forgive me of all my sins. Please wash me with the blood of Jesus. I believe with all my heart that Jesus died for me and he rose up on the third day. From today, I want to serve you, Lord. I want to give myself to you. I want to be a Christian. I want to live for Jesus. Say, Lord Jesus. Say, Lord Jesus. Please come into my heart. Be the Lord of my life. Say, thank you, Father, for accepting me and making me a child of yours. Jesus name Father now I pray for all these ones thank you for salvation and thank you for mercy that has reached out to them today thank you oh God that from today they are your children and their names are written in the book of life Lord thank you for such a blessing let their lives be different from today Lord as they walk with you and as they serve you Lord may they find meaning in life I pray for the peace of God to remain with them. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 We have some gifts for you. Just receive your gift. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. It's a new life. There's one behind you. God bless you. God bless you. Yes. Yes. God bless you. God bless you. You may go back to your seats. God bless you. We'll see you at the close of service. God bless you. Clap for them as they go back to their seats. This afternoon, we want to receive communion. Now we are all born again, saved, blood washed. We want to receive communion. Sons of God. Sons of God. Here is holy word, gather round the table of the Lord, eat his body, drink his blood.
I can't hear you singing at all. Seb, Seb, very quickly, Seb. hand clap wow today is the end of every problem in your life today today by the blood of Jesus and by the body of Christ that was broken on the cross brings an end to every trouble in your life chronic difficulty disease, sickness is being terminated today in Jesus name there is nobody, there is nobody in this room that is returning with a problem that you came with every problem is overthrown every difficulty is overthrown every ancient problem is overthrown every hereditary problem is overthrown any disease is overthrown every bondage and captivity is broken it is broken it is broken in Jesus name by the time you finish drinking the blood and eating the body of Christ your soul is free your body is free your spirit is free your mind is free and your life is free in Jesus name in Jesus name in Jesus name every repeated difficulty that cycle of difficulty I break that cycle 
I break that cycle it shall never visit you again it shall never happen to you again she will never fail she will never fail again she will never fail again she will never fail again in Jesus name you will only know victory you will only know success you will only know joy the blood you are about to drink shall cause you to dance it shall cause you to laugh it shall cause you to rejoice receive the joy of the Lord receive the joy of the Lord receive the joy of the Lord receive the blessing of the Lord a new season has begun in your life a new season has begun in your life several devils are packing out of your life several demons are packing out of your lives several agents have resigned they have resigned they have resigned they can no longer continue on your case they have resigned by the blood of Jesus by the name of Jesus they will never return to you in Jesus name in Jesus name now place your two hands on your heads let me pray with you father for every hand laid on your people on your people may they be filled with the Holy Spirit they will not leave this place empty they will leave this place full of your spirit full of your spirit full of your spirit full of wisdom full of understanding receive now the Holy Ghost receive now the Holy Ghost Receive now the Holy Ghost. Receive now the power of God. Receive now the power of God. Receive now the power. The power. The power of God. It enters you. It enters your body. It enters your soul. It enters your spirit. Receive now the power of the Spirit of God. It is given to you. It is given to you. You are full of the Spirit. You are full of the Spirit. You are full of the Holy Spirit. Every displaced devil has been replaced with the precious Holy Spirit. Every displaced demon has been replaced with the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of knowledge, the spirit of understanding, the spirit of counsel, the spirit of might, and the spirit of the fear of the Lord. You are not going empty. You are going full of the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Every gift in you, I speak to it. It comes alive this afternoon. It comes alive in this afternoon. Every intelligence, every gift of understanding, wisdom, sharpness, high IQ that God has given to you it comes alive this afternoon 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 you shall be known as an intelligent person you shall be known as a wise person you shall be known as a man of understanding you shall be known as a person who understands 
from today you shall never walk in foolishness the spirit of God shall rest upon you and the Bible declares that on the day that Jesus was betrayed the night before he took bread and he broke it and he said this is my body which is broken for you today I speak a blessing over every bread and every cup that you shall receive it shall establish every prophecy and every prayer that has been made this afternoon in your life in the same manner he took the cup after supper he said this is my blood that is shed in the new testament drink ye all of it for as often as you drink it you do show my death which is your victory which is your deliverance till I come today as you drink it every disease melts every negative presence evaporates nothing deadly and nothing evil shall remain in your body shall remain in your life again again it shall not remain in your life again you will not see it again in Jesus name the body of Christ the body of Jesus Christ eat it the blood of Jesus the precious blood of Jesus the blood of Jesus Christ drink all of it Far away. Great things are happening Stood in your life now. Old, cross, yes, Lord. The emblem of suffering and shame. And I love that old cross where the
Father, we thank you for victory. Thank you for every victory that has been won this afternoon. Thank you for the mark of the blood of Jesus that shall remain on every life here, Lord, for victory, for fruitfulness, for success, for victories, oh God. Thank you, oh God, that every child here is a victorious child. I thank you for their lives and I thank you for your blessing on their lives. Thank you for healings that has taken place. Thank you for healings, healings, healings in our bodies. Thank you for physical healings in our bodies that has taken place today. I thank you, Lord, for tumors that have been removed, oh God. Thank you, oh God, for emotional pain that has been healed, oh God. Thank you for every form of condition that has been taken away by the blood of Jesus in the name of Christ Jesus, oh God. I thank you, Father, for your healing. In Jesus' name, amen. 